quick summary of the cases where there are questions of fact. Let's take Wisconsin, where the Constitution does not allow early voting except under the strictest of application processes. Yet hundreds of thousands of early vote ballots were given out in violation of the state's law. Let's move to Nevada, where hundreds of thousands of ballots have been cast by people that were out of state at non-existent addresses or dead. Next is the Georgia case of the very unequal double standard for signature verification for in-person ballots versus mail-in ballots. And the Pennsylvania case, which is in front of the Supreme Court as an issue of law. This based on the state's very explicit limits on mail-in voting. And if that isn't enough to meet the threshold of doubt, add to it concerns of software glitches, flipped votes, suspicions in the chain of custody, the double counting, the backdating, the mysterious case of thousands of mail-in ballots without creases or folds. Oh, and the sudden appearance of pristine completed ballots stuffed in suitcases. Evidence of irregularities and manipulations is in our face. Yet Democrats and the mainstream media continue to report that there is no evidence of massive voter fraud. And the idea that it could be a magnitude to flip the outcome in any state is laughed at. Now, I'm no mathematical expert, but the tainted ballots in just one state alone add up to more than 150,000 votes. Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I am no mathematical expert either, but you don't need to be to see all the fraud that is going on. All the late night ballot dumps, you have ballots being brought in from different states. People say they're done counting for the night, and once everybody leaves, they pull suitcases out from under tables. The list goes on and on and on. Fortunately, we're still in the fight right now. January 6th is going to be a big day. Um, You have House members and Senate members saying they're going to challenge the electoral vote. And once that happens, it'll go to an automatic two-hour debate. Now, two-hour debate doesn't mean that they're going to go straight to debate. You know they're going to drag this out. I'm sure a two hours worth of debate they'll drag out throughout an entire week because the Democrats will start screaming and hooting and hollering. They're going to do the whole campaign against Donald Trump, that he's acting like a dictator. Look at him. He's trying to steal the election. He won't concede. And they're going to just do what they normally do and flare up like a hemorrhoid. So what two hours of debate should be will probably end up being a week of absolute insanity. So we do have that to look forward to on the 6th. I just hope that if things go the right way, in the end, the liberals and Joe Biden, remember, if Trump does get reelected, you guys were calling for unity. We're all supposed to come together as one now, kumbaya and all that good stuff. So keep that in mind when if it turns out that you don't win because you are a bunch of cheaters, you don't start burning cities to the ground, which I'm sure you will, but It would be nice for a change if we could not burn cities to the ground and if you guys could just accept the fact that you're cheaters and just say, hey, we're sorry, we tried, we got caught, on to the next election. You know, wishful thinking on my part, I'm sure that that's not going down that way at all, but it would be nice. You know, we're the real losers in all this anyways. We're the ones that are being cheated out of everything and we're not burning cities, conservatives, Uh, libertarians, Democrats that voted for Trump, we're not burning nothing to the ground. We're not out there, you know, being violent in groups and attacking people for no reason. No, we're the, we're the civil ones. 
And so naturally they're asking us to be the bigger people and just say, okay, well we lost no problem. You know, we'll all be nice, nice, but you know, when it turns around, it'll, it'll never go the other way. They'll never be that way with us. Cause that's liberals just bring hate. I don't know what it is. They live in hate. They breathe hate. They just, everything about them is just darkness and hate. And I, I don't even know. I can't even imagine living like that, but that seems to be the way that, that uh, most of them are anyways. Speaking of hating people, I see AOC's getting a lot of hate this week because I really had a problem a couple days ago when I saw that she ended up going and taking the vaccine, the COVID vaccine. Now, I have no interest in taking it myself. Something that has a 99% chance of survival, I'm not really interested in your vaccine. I'll take my shot. 1%, that's some of the best odds ever, and it's actually less than 1% if you're a healthy adult. So her being 31 years old and being in good health, she ends up going on thinking that, I don't know, because she took it and she's got a needle in her arm that's going to inspire millions to just, oh, hey, let's go get the vaccine. Well, it doesn't inspire me. I'm sure it didn't inspire millions. I'll tell you what it did do. It did make me look at you sideways because shouldn't you be more concerned with the people that actually need the vaccine? Like, you know, the elderly that this virus does hit a little bit harder than it hits us or people with pre-existing conditions or first responders, you know, police officers, hospital workers, paramedics, everybody that's got to deal with the people that are being exposed at a higher rate than us. Shouldn't you be a little more concerned instead of going on and posting a video acting like, oh, hey, check me out. Look, I got it. No, that doesn't work for me. Mark Marco Rubio did the same thing. And and again, the same applies to him. This isn't a left-right thing. This is a, uh, you people should be saving these for the people that actually need them first. And when we get beyond that and they've already vaccinated, you know, the high-risk population, if you want it, go get it. Then you guys can start doing your little videos and showing everybody how, quote-unquote, safe it is. You know, I, I know that probably one of the main reasons they're doing it is because you're seeing these people have allergic reactions. One ends up in the emergency room. One's on camera. She's standing there one second. And then she just dropped like a rag doll. You know, it looked like a Muppet falling down. <laughs> it's one of those moments that you laugh at because yeah, regardless, it was funny. I'm sorry. I'm not politically correct all the time and stuff like that. When it's funny, it's just funny. And, and that was funny to me. See her fall out like that. She turned out. Okay. She's still living. So there it is. Um, but yeah, with these allergic reactions, that people are having, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of people wondering. And then the CDC comes out with some guidelines. If you usually have a bad reaction to different types of foods or any type of anaphylactic shock that you ever had from whatever, they're suggesting that you do not take it. And big surprise there. Um, also, England, their little super spreader. What I like is the news media does what they do best. It's like fear porn. So they're gonna what they're gonna do is they're gonna scare the hell out of you. <laughs> oh my god, this one spreads so much faster. They want to lock you down even tighter because this is gonna ravage through the country. And they're you know trying to make Donald Trump look bad. He's not shutting down from letting UK come over here. And why isn't he shutting down? And Cuomo's running his mouth again. Listen, if you actually go follow the science to it, the realistic doctors that follow this, yes. This strand may be more catchy. However, like any virus, when it mutates, it always mutates weaker, never stronger. So although it may spread a little easier, it's no more deadly than it was prior to this. So, okay, so more people will get sick, kind of like the flu. 
So more people will get sick, but it doesn't mean that more people are going to die. I know that in the news media, they like to confuse you and they like to get you to believe that the case count that you are hearing is the equivalent to how many people are dying. And that is not the fact at all. A case counts a case count. Yes, millions of people got sick. Millions of people have not died. 300 and something thousand have died up to this point. And even that's questionable because you see all the reports coming out from different states that people are getting shot and they got they died with COVID and they're putting it on the death certificate as a COVID death, even though the person was going to die from their bullet wound anyways. So that's their tactic to use to get you to be afraid of it, to want to take their vaccine, to hide away in your house, to all that stuff. And it's just, a, it's don't believe it. You know, you, you're a smart person, you take all information into account, not just what they want you to see. It's like watching a magician, how they always say, while you're watching one hand, the other hand's doing something else. Trust me, if you think the government is doing anything different than that, you're fooling yourself. While they're dangling that carrot out in front of you, you know, uh, that how deadly this thing is on the back end, it's not as deadly. They have an ulterior motive to do it. I've already done a uh, podcast on this. It's called The Great Reset. And believe me when I tell you, this is a big part to their plot to implement The Great Reset globally. So please pay attention. Do a little bit of searching, a little bit of digging. Um, I wouldn't do it through Google personally. Yeah, if you can get DuckDuckGo, it like shadows you through Google so they can't actually see what you're looking up. It's a good little app to have. It definitely helps to prevent them from tracking you. And that way you can look up things a little bit more freely and get the information that you're actually looking for. Another disappointment with the whole COVID thing is uh, the stimulus package you're giving out. You want to talk about a joke? The stimulus package, I hope more than anything that Trump vetoes that. I don't want Trump to sign that under no circumstance. I understand people are hurting. I understand what the government has done to you, has put you in a financial bind, and it has really hurt a lot of people. And I am 100% sympathetic for you. I understand completely. But when you get the Republican Party and the Democratic Party that put together a bill that in the bill is $1.4 billion to Asia, Egypt, $1.3 billion, Sudan, $700 million, Ukraine, $453 million, Israel, $500 million, Burma, $135 million, Nepal, $130 million, Cambodia, $85.5 million, Pakistan, $25 million, is for gender programs. I don't even know what that means. What is that? Why is that in a COVID bill? Explain to me. That's my tax dollars. That's your tax dollars. All of us have paid into that. Why are we giving that money when we're supposed to be helping all the people out of work, all the people that have lost their businesses, okay? All the moms who can't work because they're staying home to raise their kids, watch their kids, teach their kids, make sure they're doing their online schoolings. Okay, all the money that grandparents and everybody have lost when the stock market, you know, plummeted and then came back up. It might be climbing up now and it's doing a little better now, but you lost a lot of money in the stock market. Okay? All the people who'll never ever open their business again. All the people who have been laid off from these businesses that have closed, all the people that have just been laid off in general. It does not make sense. 
I I would urge President Trump, although I know he's not listening to this, but if he was, I would urge him to absolutely veto that bill. Tell them to take all of that off there. Or if you want to leave the money on there, that's fine. Split it up to the people that actually need it. You know, in 2018, Nancy Pelosi, she laughed off $1,000, said it doesn't do anything when Trump was trying to give you an extra tax credit for the $1,000. Now she's over here beating her chest like King Kong that she's giving you 600 bucks. You laughed at 1000 you chopped me 400 and now you're beating your chest act, acting like you're some type of a champion? Give me a break. And shame on Mitch McConnell and all the Republicans. You know the Democrats are always going to push for funds for stuff that they're interested in. And you guys always give in to them. Always. You need to stand your ground and say no. If we're going to put that extra whatever uh, the, the tally ended up being, split it up between the people. You know, directly give direct payments to the people who have lost their business. You know, give them a bigger check than just the average Joe that lost his job, that's on unemployment, that their benefits are rolling while they're looking for another job. The person that actually put their blood, sweat, and tears into their business, give them a bigger check. Work it out. As complicated as you think it is, it's not that complicated. Okay? You can see how many hundreds of thousands of businesses have closed, permanently closed their doors. Give the money to those people because they need it. Okay, because now they're they're out of business. The people that work for them are out of business, and they're all searching for jobs. Okay, and a lot of these people, just because you went out of business, does not mean the bill collectors ain't knocking on your door still, because you know they're still coming to collect. So why don't you guys split that money up and help these people out? Instead, we're sending money for gender studies. What is a gender study? Two genders. Two. I don't care what anybody says in a book. I don't care what theory you have. Two genders, male, female. Sorry. If that offends you, sorry. That's just the way of the world, okay? Two genders, and it takes two to tango if you want to produce something. All right, two genders. Sorry. Sorry, but not sorry. Also, Joe Biden with his supposed 100-day mask mandate that's actually unconstitutional. He can't do. He can ask you to wear a mask, but he can't force you to wear a mask. And then Kamala came up. You know, because they're trying to be all nice, nice now and say, oh, we're not going to penalize anybody for not wearing a mask. No, you're saying that because there are multiple governors that told you they're not going to abide by the rules. Okay. We're not going to force people to wear masks for something that has a survival rate of 99%. We're not going to do it. Sorry. It's not happening. But they finally ended up doing a real good, solid mask study here in America. And Lord and behold, Okay, (laughs) from May 1st to December 15th, states that had no mask mandates, average number of cases per day per 100,000 people, 17. Okay, states that did have a mandatory mask mandate, same time frame, May 1st to December 15th, with the mask mandate, yet per 100,000 people, 27 cases per day. So wearing the mask, actually made you sicker than not wearing the mask. Big surprise. You know why it's making you sicker? Number one, you're touching your face over and over and over to adjust that God-awful mask. That would be first and foremost. Secondly, when you're constantly wearing a mask and blocking out all the things that we need to be exposed to for our immune system to learn to fight off. Once you have got to the point where you're sterilizing yourself, 
anything is going to get you sick. Do you realize the influx of sick people we're going to have when they finally do do away with all the masks? And it ain't going to be just from COVID. These masks, that's why they're going to try to convince you to consistently wear them. They're going to try to hold on to them with their whole super spreader thing and people saying, now that you have the vaccine, you still have to wear your mask and socially distance. Okay. What would be the point of the vaccine? I must have said this a hundred times. I'm sorry, but it is frustrating to see that, that why did we even make a vaccine? If you're still going to have to wear a mask and stay socially distant from people. Oh, it's all control. All of it. The revolution. How did the revolution start? The revolution started in whispers, where in churches, what are they trying to shut down churches? They don't want us congregating. They want you to feel hopeless. They want you to lose hope. Look at Dr. Bricks. She's going to retire because she got caught violating her own COVID rules. And her excuse was that her family has been locked up for 10 months. They've been staying away from everybody and they're getting depressed. Oh, you mean just like the rest of us? But once again, the ruling class versus the peasants. It's okay that you're doing it, but it's not okay if we do it. So it was okay that you were traveling, but you got caught. But it's not okay for us. They're telling us to cancel Christmas. You can't even go see grandma and grandpa. These people are the devil. They are just trying to control us. I'm sick of this. Joe Biden. Oh, even though we have the vaccine, the darkest days are ahead of us. What? No. Negative. It's supposed to be reversed. Okay, common sense, vaccine, virus gone, good days. No vaccine, virus spreading like crazy, people dying, dark days. <laughs> you don't get it both ways. You don't get to create a vaccine and still tell us the darkest days are ahead. If that's true, the only reason the darkest days are ahead is because you're going to be the president. <laughs> that would be where I'm at with that. Since I was recording this podcast, I just saw come in and thank God that he did because in the beginning, that's what I was praying for. Uh, Donald Trump is finally stepping in just like he always does to save America and save everybody. This is what he said. Amend this bill and increase the ridiculously low $600 to $2,000 or $4,000 for a couple. I'm also asking Congress to immediately get rid of the wasteful and unnecessary items from this legislation. Thank you, Mr. President. That's why he is president. Do you know the reason, the biggest reason that they cheated is they know, the left knows, if Donald Trump did another four years, the damage is permanent. They may not see another president for decades, because people will now see what they are truly about. They'll see that under President Trump, even with all the nonsense that they've done, the economy is killing it. He doubled in the presidential election, the black vote. He went up to 30-something percent in the Hispanic vote. He's taking from them constantly. He's winning. So that's why they are scared of him. The stock market was out of control. Unemployment's at all-time lows. Everybody's working. Every demographic and both genders. Women were finally equal to everybody else. All pay was going beautiful. People's retirement accounts were killing it. He brought all the manufacturing back. He made better trade deals. Everything that this man has done has made America greater and greater and greater. If he had four more years, which I'm still hopeful that he's going to. I'm hoping it's going to go good on the sixth, so don't. But don't confuse what I'm saying with submission. I have, I have not given up, 
But if he does another four years, imagine how devastating that would be to them. It would just prove what a great president he is. It proves capitalism works, and that scares them to death. So God bless that man. I'm so glad he's stepping in because that's where it really needs to be at. People who are out need more money, not less. Especially when you're just giving it away to other countries that have nothing to do with COVID in the United States. That is the main point to this, is they have literally nothing to do with us. Well, that'll about do it for me today. Sorry if I went a little bit of a rampage there for a few minutes. It's just a lot of this is very frustrating and it's it's hard, you know, day after day to hear it and when you talk to people out nobody sees it and you're like, "What are what is what's going through you people's mind? What are you watching? Please stop watching whatever you're watching. Please take some of these suggestions I have for you. Watch these particular networks so you can get the truth." Now, if you want to watch both, fine. Do both. That's fine with me, but at least you're hearing it from both sides because Anybody with common sense, any half-intelligent person would end up coming to the conclusion that, guess what? They cheated. They lied. The virus is not what they say it is. And Donald Trump's the man. I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, tell some people about me. If you'd like to follow me on uh, Twitter, I'm at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. I'm also at Gmail, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com. If you'd like to reach out to me. And I'm also on Parlor at Joe Little. Thanks. God bless. Have a good night.